Whoa, mildly offensive. Uh, Dylan, what show is this? 34, buddy. 34. And those of you uh, that want to tune in that used to listen to us on YouTube, like Garrett, uh, you got you to gotta listen to us on Spotify now. We're halfway to 69. Yeah. And 69 is our favorite number. And once, once we get to 69, we're going to... Yeah, we're going to have to be... Uh, yeah. We're going to have to talk about possible uh, contract extensions and stuff. Yeah, once we get to 69, she's going to sit on our face. Yeah. Hardcore. We're going to get wet. We're going to get... It's going to smell a little bit, but it'll be yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, so let's get into it. Yankees. Yankees, Yankees, Yankees. Uh, won five straight games. We lost last night to the Oakland A's. Uh, You're not going to win every game, though, Of right? course not. But and, it's and the nice A's, to see them hitting. Yeah. And, yeah. and the, A's, the A's are not a good team. Let's be fair. But you did have to travel cross-country. You did have to... <laughs> wow! <laughs> Somebody touched his balls. Uh, you did, you did no, have to... It's just been a little bit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a little stronger than most stuff. Well, you did have to. You did have to travel cross country, right? And hey, and uh, on the rocks, if you want to sponsor us, it'd be pretty cool. Uh, it would be pretty cool. Yeah, but, but yeah, we'd get free shit here like this. Oh my god! Uh, yeah. But you'd have to. So you have. We have. You, you do have to travel cross country, which does affect you. It's jet lag. It's uh, time difference, and um, the Yankees have pitched much better over the past. Uh, I don't know, week or so, and. Um, Domingo Herman's been a lot better. Uh, Garrett Cole pitched really well. I thought we had a really good effort at a tie-on the other day. Um, so, even though he got 13 runs. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Like I, This team's definitely playing better than they were. We won two against the Mets. Uh, didn't have to face DeGrom, which was a huge plus. Yeah, but it, I don't think that would have mattered because we, we smacked Scherzer around, so... Yeah, but and I, but I mean, I think I Scherzer didn't. He wasn't totally on his game that night, and uh, good. And the Yankees, the Yankees needed to break, man. Like if Scherzer shut us down for nine innings or something, we would have been totally fucked. Uh, I listen. Degrom and Scherzer are both two of the best pitchers in baseball. I think, and no like, doubt. And I don't, I don't know at this point that this Yankee lineup is equipped to really. Oh, oh interception! Come on, the, the Yankee lineup right now is really equipped to. Uh, to do much in the way of um, of really score against even bad teams like the A's last night, we got one hit by the A's last night. So let's not let's not pretend that that we're gonna we're gonna break out the bats and beat up on great pitching. And I think we have to rely on on some a couple of timely hits and and some small ball and hope that our pitchers keep us in the game. You know, so yeah, absolutely. Uh... I'm I'm just happy to see them uh, waking up a little bit, you know, against a team that you should wake up against. Yeah, you should play well against the A's. The A's are a bad team. You got to beat bad teams in order to be a good team. Yeah, and uh, that's what the Yankees did so well back in the ninety or late nineties and early two thousands is they always beat the bad teams all the time. Like they would always beat the Royals. You'd always beat the Double Rays. I mean, that was always a given. Yeah, uh, Toronto was always pretty bad back then. Uh, Baltimore's always been pretty bad. Uh, you know, and then you and then you try to split with the teams that are good, like Boston and and uh, you know stuff like that. So um, I don't know. Are we? Um, well, thankfully we don't have to worry about Boston. Yeah, I think we have an eight game. Uh, yeah, I think lead it's, in the division right now. Still, I believe so. it's still eight games. I can. Uh, yeah, I think we're. I can actually see. Look at this. This is why this is cool. Yeah, because I, I can think, go out of this yeah. and while we're recording. But I think we're. I think we have an eight game lead right now, which is awesome. And you know, we will I mean, eight and a half. The games are only getting less and less here. I mean, what, what, what do we got? Like thirty something games left. So I feel pretty good that an eight game lead, eight and a half game lead with thirty something plus games is going to be uh, 
it's going to get the job done. But the Yankees have to, you know, they're, they're not going to have a first-round bye, and they're going to have to play, they're going to have to be good pitching in order to get to the ALC yeah, we're like, into the World Series. We're like, we're like six. The, the Astros are 81-47, and 47, and we're 78-49, and 49, so there's still a couple games up on us for the, the number, number one, one in the American League. Yeah, and again, I'm not saying that we can't get it, but all I'm saying is we're not, you know, right now yeah. we're not in position. Like, and, and I, I always thought that our best shot at getting to the World Series and winning the pennant it was, uh, was if we could get to the point where we were the one seed so that we, we would have home field. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Uh, I don't want to go to Houston. No, nobody wants to go to Houston. No, no. Let's yeah. go barbecue. Yeah, well, I don't think you'd even have to go that far. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know, dude. What do you think? You think the Yankees are? Uh, I don't even know who they're really. I don't know who their first round opponent's going to be right now. I mean, it could be the Twins, right? Are the Twins still? Yeah, it's it's either going to be Minnesota or or Cleveland. It's looking like yeah. Cleveland is better than I thought they were going to be this year. They're, but they're, they're probably going to be a wild card, right? Well, Cleveland's winning that division right now, so. So Minnesota's the wild card? Yeah, wow. so I guess it would be Minnesota. Who, listen, I don't know that I would. We never want to, you never want to hope to play an opponent that you've owned because eventually, yeah, eventually they're going to come and beat you. Like yeah. You're never, you're not going to always beat them every year, year yeah. in and year out. That's just not well, realistic. Especially if you keep talking about how we own you, you know, that yeah. that always comes up in conversation. And and listen, the Yankees, all, I mean, the Yankees have always played Minnesota very well. I don't know why. I don't know. I don't know. Really know what the. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think they just feel comfortable against them. They, I think the. I think the Orioles are even in the conversation for a wild card spot right now, which is impressive. Which is very impressive. Actually, they've been the best team statistically in the American League over the past month. I think. And it's it's funny too because uh, if I'm yeah, not he's mistaken, a, and the Yankees have been one of the worst teams in baseball over the past three weeks or month. So it's been, and and that's one of the reasons where we kind of played ourselves out of. That conversation as one of the best couple of teams in baseball because we played so bad over the past month. But I think you can still make the argument we're still one of the best two, three teams going. I mean, what do you got? I mean, in the National League, you got the you got the Dodgers, you got the uh, you got the Dodgers, you got the Mets, you got um, the Cardinals. I mean, you got a couple of really really good teams in the in the NL, and then the Yankees and the Astros in the American League are, are cream of the crop. I I mean, I would have to assume at this point, right? So, out of those five teams, I mean, the Yankees are probably the fifth team right now, uh, which is, you know, it is what it is. But uh, the um, real quick on the Orioles, they've uh, mm-hmm. they've taken two out of three so far from Houston this weekend. Wow, which is awesome. That's big for us, actually. That helps us out a lot. Yeah. Listen, the or- the Orioles ever since they called up Adley Adley Rushman, uh, they they've been they played really good baseball. So he's yeah, and you know what they they made a questionable move at the deadline trading trading Trey Mancini, but it seems to have uh, yeah. not made a difference. They also went out and got uh, what's his face from the Rays, Brett uh, Phillips. Brett Phillips, who. You know, is a really good, solid player that that really fills the void of Trey Mancini there for them. So uh, it's uh, got to be honest. The Orioles have definitely impressed. I, I don't expect that the Orioles are going to do anything this year. I think you know, even if they can get the wild card, I mean, if they win one wild card game, that'd be great. Like I think that would be they'd be over the moon with that. This right, year. right. This isn't the year that they were supposed to be competitive. So although I mean, they've had a long rebuild, so it's not like. 
you know, they're in like year one of their rebuild, but they've definitely last year they lost like a record amount of games, didn't they? Yeah. They were awful yeah. last year. And the year before they were awful. And when Buck was there they were terrible. They they just they've had such a bad run. Of, they had like a year or two where they were where they were decent with, like with Buck? Yeah. yeah where the, they made the, the playoffs. And, and then that last year was terrible with him. But I don't even remember who was on that team, to be honest with you. Was that, like, Adam Jones and... Yeah, they had Adam Jones and stuff, yeah. yeah. I don't really remember. Yeah. That was obviously post, like, Melvin Mora and... Yeah, I think they had... I I, I believe they had uh, uh, Machado on that team. Oh, right, yeah. I think, I think Manny was on that team, pretty sure. Yep. And I don't, I don't know how well he's really produced with... Padres has he been? Uh, he's had a good year this year, but I mean, last year was he good? I think he got hurt last year and was mm-hmm. out for quite a bit. The Padres are just stacked, though, dude. I, yeah. I, well, I mean, obviously now they lost uh, Tatis, right? Yep. And he lost his Adidas deal. You see that? Yeah. Adidas says they don't deal with cheaters. Okay. Well, yeah. Well, I don't know about that. I mean, I think they've dealt with him in the past. I mean, let's be honest. I think they're they're taking a hard fast line on him. <laughs> For whatever reason, <laughs> but let's be. Let's, I mean, they. I mean, they've had rapists. They've had murderers. I mean, let's let's not get too high on our horse here, right? Well, <laughs> well, I don't know. Well, that wound up being some fuckery there. Nike as well. I mean, Nike's done yeah. some shit. They 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 have the kids in the sweatshops making those shoes. I know, Fucking and they hell. are comfortable. <laughs> I don't like Nikes. They're too they're too narrow. My feet are. I, I my, feet, this... my feet are wide. I can I can feel the children's tears coming out of my shoelaces every time I tie them. My feet get moist every time I wear those shoes. Yes, yeah. not in a good way, moist in a bad way. Um, <laughs> but uh, so, Dylan, what needs to improve the most for the Yankees to do what they got to do? Uh, sure. You're gonna make me pick one thing. I'm gonna make you have to pick. I'm gonna make you pick one area of the team that they need to improve the most to be a championship team. I think it's the pen, the bullpen. Yeah, I I agree, and and so we were talking about this off off air here before. What happened to Chapman? Uh, Does he have an infection of a new tattoo or something? Or, Chapman got real? a tattoo on his leg, and uh, it's infected, and it's infected. So now he's on the IL because of that. I think the Yankees should just cut him at this point. I mean, I I don't. The guy obviously is not a team guy. He doesn't fucking clearly doesn't give a shit. He'd rather go get a tattoo and risk injury over being there for the fucking team. And then Britain is doing rehab fucking shit down in Florida and ended up having to walk off the field yesterday because he got hurt again. So Britain, again, Britain's another guy. I would say, you know what? I yeah, think, bye-bye. I, I think we got to call it a, a call it quits on Zach Britton as well. And I think, like, as of right now, who, who, would, who would you make the closer right now? It's uh, a great question. I, I think I would, I think for, I think just for... The reason of of trusting who he who he was last year, I, for to me, it would have to probably be Loisaga. I mean, Clay Holmes is going to come back in a couple of days, and that that would be a guy that I would probably oh, yeah. I'd probably put him back in that spot. Um, and Marinaccio wouldn't be a bad choice, in my opinion, at this point. I, even though What's he, his name wasn't bad either. Even uh, though Marinaccio's young, like he Marinaccio is touchdown. Uh, Marinaccio is that Barrios? It is. Yes, sir. Marinaccio's is uh, Marinaccio has been great for us this year. He's been probably our best reliever out of the pen this year. I mean, I really can't think of anybody. I mean, aside from... That was Mike White that threw uh, that, too. Aside from first half... Yeah. Aside from first half uh, um, Clay Holmes, who's been better than Marinaccio in the, in the pen this year? Right. No, no. I, I mean, 
I I do like Peralta. But, yeah, Peralta but, was good, but Peralta's been streaky. Like he's been really bad at points. Yeah, and he, he was, was good when he had to come in in that Met game mm-hmm. when they when when they yeah. kept Schmidt Clark in. Schmidt's been great and yeah. in the pen like Schmidt wouldn't be a bad choice if dude if if, if Michael King was still around I would have had him as the closer yeah. fuck dude like there's a number of guys that we just can't use because they got hurt like our bullpen's just been decimated I I don't know it's that that's been rough. But um, ultimately, Dill, uh, I, I think they're going to do closer by committee until until uh, somebody proves themselves or until Clay Holmes comes back yeah, or, yeah. or I don't know. Like, but I don't think Britain's going to be the savior, and I don't think Chapman's going to be here much longer. So we we have to we have to err on the side of uh, we we gotta we gotta on any given night we gotta trust who we can, whoever we can trust. The thing that works in our favor is Boone's never been a guy that is like. You know, I'm going to use this guy four nights in a row because that's not what he does. So so even if we had a closer that you really trust, like if you have a lead four nights in a row and the fourth night, like you're not you're never going to use the guy, even if it's low stress innings, low low stress um, work. He's never going to use him four nights right, in a row, right. which to me is like I think that's bullshit. Like I know that Girardi would have used him if he needed him in, in a high leverage big game situation. Right. Girardi's not going to do that first week of the season. But he would have done it toward the end of the season, like because Joe Joe was binder. Joe knew what the fuck he was doing. Yeah, Boone, Boone's more a, than most. Boone's a fucking goon that thinks that he knows. Uh, he knows what the fuck he's doing. I, I, I he's slapping slapping fucking podiums, podiums, and, making yeah. it seem like he's and, actually mad. And to be honest with you, that seemed like a show, right? That didn't yeah. seem real to me. Like I that, wouldn't have been even surprised if Cashman said to him, "Hey, maybe punch the podium or something." Yeah, sli- yeah, yeah. Make, make us make us believe that you're really upset about. Make what's everybody going on else here. believe you fucking jerk off, you fucking cocksucker. Why don't you go? Why don't you go fucking bang your dad, Bob Boone? Go ahead, go ahead, go get Bob Boone. Um. Anyway, so I don't know, dude. So I again, in my opinion, I think our our biggest issue. Uh, I think our biggest issue is our is our. I I feel like the bullpen's gonna figure it out, especially if they can get Holmes back and and you know if, if Britain does come back, I think they'll have the guys in place that could hold it down. Um, but I I think our lineup needs to do a better job of 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 getting hits. And uh, situationally, and 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 in you know scoring runs on a consistent basis, we don't like. There's too many nights the past month of the season here that we've been shut out, or we've scored one run, and we like yeah, we scored thirteen the other night, but like, you know, I I want them to score four and then six and then seven and then eight and then. Yeah, six and then four, and not then, thirteen I, and yeah, then two. I don't want us to to struggle. Three straight games and score thirteen and one. Like I, I don't know. I, I this team needs to consistently have an offense that's going to produce because that's the only way you're going to win a play. You're going to win playoff games. The, this team needs. I agree. The bullpen's a huge, a huge thing. But I, you know, obviously, the the offense stringing together hits situationally, bunting and and do, doing a better job of base running is is very important. Uh, um. So ultimately, just fundamentally on offense and then fundamentally how the bullpen is structured. Let me let me ask you this then uh do you do you have a problem with ju- with judge in the two hole? Because I think like maybe analytically it would make more sense to have like it be like 
LeMahieu and then Benintendi and then Judge kind of th- like two guys that can get on base and then you bring up your sluggers. Mm. I don't know. Maybe just try something different. I, I I'm not. I I think having Benintendi in front of Judge uh, would only benefit Benintendi because then he's going to see more pitches uh, because they're not going to want to get to Judge, right? Right. The only the only motivating factor for why you would have Judge bat second is he's going to get more at bats for the game. Yeah. So analytically speaking, you know, you want your best hitter to have the most at bats, the most chances. The problem is, like you said, you have him bat second or even first. There's either no one on base or one guy on base. You'd rather him hit a three-run home run than a solo yeah. home run, right? No, that's, yeah, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, right? and I, I agree with what you're saying. I think I'm more of an old-school thinker in that regard. I like having the guys that can that can make contact and get on base and steal a bag up near the top of the lineup. I like having Benintendi up there. I like having LeMahieu up there. I actually like LeMahieu better as the leadoff hitter than Benintendi. I think Benintendi's a better... Benintendi's either a better second or or fifth hitter than he is yeah. than he is a two hitter, I think. But again, that's my opinion of of what I've seen so far. Uh, Holy the, shit! The, the only good thing is Benintendi at least at least has shown <laughs> that he's gonna he's gonna get hits in doubles and he's gonna play really good defense. And Benintendi is not gonna be he's not gonna be scared. That was by, a hell of a hit. I'm sorry. He's not going to be scared by the, the uh, the moment, right? Um, whereas I thought Gallo couldn't handle New York, and Gallo's Gallo's been better in in L.A. But like, I'm not buying that Gallo is going to be great in L.A. either. I I think that the Yankees did the right thing by getting rid of him. I wouldn't have sent them to the Dodgers. Though. I would have I would have sent them to fucking I don't know. I would have sent them somewhere you didn't want to go. Cause fuck that. Uh, speaking of the of Gallo, uh, Hicks is in the lineup today, dude. And I again, that's another sore subject for me. I fucking hate Aaron Hicks. Aaron Hicks has, I think Aaron Hicks has been the worst Yankee this whole season. I, I even worse than Gallo. Aaron Hicks has been garbage, and and we're gonna sit here and pretend that he deserves a spot, like a roster spot now, and that he deserves a, a playoff spot. No, I don't. I don't. I, I, that did not come out of my mouth. I didn't say it did. I'm just saying, like the Yankees obviously <laughs> think that if they're giving him right, right. Like, I don't know. Cashman obviously thinks that. What like what the fuck could he be thinking? Why? Why? And I I know we've talked about this, but why the fuck did we bring up Floreal and not Dominguez? Because Dominguez Dominguez isn't in Triple A. Dominguez is in Double A, right? I believe he's in Triple A. No, I thought he was in Double A. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know. We'd have to look. But he, even still, like we've had Floreal down in Triple A for forever, and. I think he's just more developed and he's more pro ready, and I guess that's why they did that. But I agree with you. I think you want to see the kids that you that are going to potentially be your future. Yeah, play. well, like, yeah. If you're not if you're not going to trade them, then show us. But dude, the Yankees have always been terrible with that. Like yeah. we're not, we've never been an organization that's ever been willing to go. Hey, we're we're not all in on on getting every star now. We want to prepare for the future. Let's. Let's bring up the guys and see what they got. The, the Yankees have always been half pregnant on both of them. Yeah, but because they don't want to go on, they don't want to trade the prospects, but they also don't want to bring up the fucking prospects. The Mets, the Mets brought up Brett Beatty. I mean, granted, it was because of an injury, but what, what, how is that? Di- how is an uh, injury different than bringing somebody up because the guy that he's replacing sucks? 
Listen, I <laughs> I agree with you. I would love oh, no, to no, see. No, I'm not. I would I'm, love to see Dominion. No, no, I, I get. Yeah. I know. I know we're not arguing. About I'm just. I'm just uh, getting angry now. I would like love to see. <laughs> I would love to see Dominguez play. I think. I mean, the upside on Dominguez is much higher than what I feel like. Yeah. Like Floriel has. Floriel has shown us he's not going to be in the major leagues. Right? Oswaldo Cabrera has been pretty good though. He's been I'm, very I'm good. actually. I'm actually quite impressed with him. But again, why are we bringing Oswaldo Cabrera up without bringing up uh, Peraza or Bosby? But they said that Peraza is a guy that would have had to have been the guy at short or second, and yeah. then they would have displaced IKF or or uh, Kleber or or even Mayhew. And the thing is, the Yankees didn't want to do that. But and I do understand that to a certain degree. And IKF's been good enough this year that I wouldn't have replaced him. Like I wouldn't have, like that would have been a move that if if you feel like Peraza needs more time and IKF has been a serviceable professional shortstop, I, I mean, we're not going to sit here and pretend that he has. I mean, I I think IKF has gotten some of the biggest hits this year and been, he's been a guy, that was a good throw, I, he's been a guy. In, in, Mims with the catch. Yeah, he's been a guy to me that, you know, unbelievably caught it. I thought he would drop, it, drop, some, <laughs> drop some McGee here. Uh, but I thought. He demanded a trade. I don't know if I, you saw I did that. see that, yeah. But, I, <laughs> but ultimately, dude, uh, you know, Peraza might be a guy that they're just not ready to bring up yet, and and Cabrera was a guy that they thought because he's an outfielder and because he could play multiple positions and and he's like a super utility guy that they thought they could really utilize right now, and 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 that that is what it is. But I agree with you wholeheartedly on the Floreal thing. The Floreal thing is we've seen Floreal play; he hasn't been great, and he's not really going to be a major league. Set. The Yankees are never going to have him as their as their full time. Everyday major league center fielder, right? No. So then, why are like why? What are we doing? We should have traded Floriel. Yeah. Anyway, and it's it, I don't know when you when you talk about bringing up a spark someone to spark the lineup. Floriel's not Floriel's not the fifth guy I think of. No, and he's also not a great hitter, and he and he and he's proven that on the major league level, and he hasn't been. He's he's a I think he's a good fielder. I, I have no, nothing against him in center field. I, I but like Judge is still a better center fielder than he is. So why are we? I don't know. I we we have to. The Yankees got to do a better job with their with their executives and with their scouts getting together and, and talking about who they should and should not be using. Like, there's certain guys that are great that we want to sh- that you should showcase and you should see what they got. And there's certain guys that we know what they have and like mm-hmm. why? What are we doing? Why why waste a roster spot on Floreal right now? It makes no sense. And you know, as as messed up as this is gonna sound, if you're gonna if if Floreal's the guy that you're gonna bring up, just just fucking leave Hicks out there. I don't. What what difference? Uh, what difference is there between those two at this point in time? Like, I mean, I'd rather see Hicks. I mean, Floreal. Well, yeah. Over I Hicks. mean, me too. But <laughs> I I I think, I think that, I think at this point we should we should question why the fuck Hicks is still on the roster. Yeah, that's absolutely. the only thing I question. I mean, Floreal. Not being there or being there is immaterial to Hicks being on the roster. Hicks, Hicks should have not. Hicks should have been DFA'd already if they're not going to trade him, right? If they weren't going to trade him by the trade deadline, yeah. they should have DFA'd him. What the fuck? If the but if these guys, if these if these prospects aren't getting traded, then I don't understand why we're not going to. We're never going to get to see them anyway. They're in prospect pur- a purgatory, dude. It's, we're, we're, it's a purgatory because 
you got guys that are that are aging in the minor leagues that are never getting an opportunity to play in the major leagues, and they're never showcasing their skills. Their trade value is only going down, and and we're only gonna play Aaron Hicks. Like uh, the Yankees are, this is the problem that they've had for the last since Cashman's really been the man. Is is this is what he does? He's the king of of wasting talent in the minor leagues and misjudging talent on the major league level. And and this is the perfect storm of why you should never have given Aaron Hicks this contract that you gave him. But uh, anyway, dude, the Yanks, the Yankees got a lot of work to do if they're going to be a championship team. Now, they'll obviously make the playoffs. I think they'll obviously win the division. Um, what they do after that, I don't know. But we'll, we'll definitely have a preview uh, of, of their playoff opponent and what we need to look for when we get to that point in a couple of weeks. Uh, so we'll... Uh, we're going to take a break here? Yeah, we're going to take a break, yeah. And we're, we're going to come back yeah, yeah, on you and, uh, you know, around you. With the uh, Jets uh, talk, right? Little what Jets. do we got? We got a uh, we got a golf tournament going on right now too, right? Um, East Lake, yeah. Got yeah. the uh, Scotty Scheffler was winning this the, morning when the, I looked the tour championship. Yeah, yeah. And Rory McIlroy's put up a very representative week. We'll uh, uh, we'll come back at you with some of that too. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And we'll maybe we'll talk a little bit about the Jets and the Ravens uh, for the week one because yeah. that's on uh, September eleventh. We could do. Uh, that's I think, coming up. I think um, maybe like. A day or two, a couple days before the uh, regular season opener, too, we'll do like an all NFL preview, you know. And what do you think? Do you think we should uh, do a game or, or a show where we where we watch the show and stream it, or while we while we talk about it? Or well, no? yeah, I would do I would do that for a game. Maybe maybe the Cleveland game in week two because they're okay. on the road. Okay, and and that's and uh, there's there's is a, that doubt- a Thursday or no? It's a it's a Sunday. It's game. It's a Sunday game. Okay, but it's not. There's a thousand percent chance that I will right. I will be. Mm-hmm. In in New Jersey as opposed to in Cleveland, so. <laughs> and we're and we're definitely we're definitely gonna get Scott to come on and do some stuff with us for the NFL. Cause yeah, he's gonna have more time. I haven't talked and, to him, uh, enough, but he's gonna. And, and old Maddie Bag of Donuts has uh, expressed some interest in coming on for the NFL preview. So, Matt, uh, yeah, our boy that's been mi- missing in prisoner of war. No, no, our our boy, our other boy, Matt, that's been. Oh, he's he's oh. a prisoner of war, missing in action. Oh, okay, okay, you know. He said that he would like to join us for an NFL. Yeah, Matt, Matt wants to come on. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And uh, what because about... I got on, I got on him a little bit. What I about... said I said you motherfucker, you were supposed to come on. He said, Oh, you guys kept changing the day. All right. Well, now you mean Gordon's son, right, Matt? No, no, no. Our our Matt. Oh, oh, our Matt. Yeah, our yeah. Matt. Oh, yeah. Okay. The prisoner of war missing an action. <laughs> I thought. Well, wasn't the other Matt in in uh, he was a he was a, wasn't he in the army? Or Air Force? That was that was uh, Andrew was in the. Oh, home. Andrew. Okay, yeah. Matt. Matt wasn't. Okay. Matt was. Anyway, that's my bad. My... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, we'll take we'll take a break. Here. All right, we're taking a break. All right, bye bye. We'll talk about it now. Okay, let's get it. Let's get it going. <laughs> so the Jets are, uh, they're predicted to be better this year. Dylan, what are we thinking, man? Are we thinking they're going to be a team that's? Uh, Really gonna gonna do something this year? I, I think they're gonna be kind of on the periphery. I do think that the defense is gonna be better this year, but the defense being better, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to cut the defense a lot of slack because I think they're gonna be spending a lot of time on the field. Yeah, our offense uh, is gonna be. Uh, although I think our offense, our our receiving uh, guys, are are the 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 couple of receivers we have now. Our uh, skill positions are. Garrett Wilson's gonna be good this year. I think this and, kid could be a good punt returner. Yeah. I've watched a he. He was one of the kids that I was keeping an eye on when I went to the green and white scrimmage. Yeah, because he was, he was playing all over the place. Is that and Johnson? Was, uh, Jackson Junior. Jackson Junior. I've never heard of him. 
Yeah, me. But me I was wa- I, I was watching him make some crazy catches in the scrimmage, yeah. and I'm like, who the hell is number nine? Yeah, he looks good. He looks good. But um, and he, and 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 the bonus is he's never been accused of gang rape on a 17 year old. That's a big bonus. That's a big bonus. Same thing with Greg Zerline. He hasn't been cut. He hasn't been cut yet by the Bills. Second catch of the game for Mims. Nice. Yeah, Denzel. Um, he's not using his elbows today. Good job, Mims. Very, very good. Uh, he must have heard us talk, calling him Stephen Hill. That's a very catchable ball. That yeah, Mike, and you know what? Mike, Mike White, White has not played well until what? He's making me look silly right now because I told you that, and he's throwing a great ball today. It looks looks like a good ball, at least. Um, yeah. But, uh, but, dude, I think the Jets... They're going to go as far as what their quarterback play gives them and what their line gives them because our defense should be good enough to keep us in the game. Our unlike last year, but our our offense, if if Zach and you know Flacco and the and the guy the coalition of guys that they have at quarterback have time to throw, I I believe that we're going to be able to <clears throat> capitalize and stay on the field and score more than we scored last year. So that should in turn give us a chance to, to be a better team than we were last year by a long, by, by a fair amount. Problem is, uh, Zach Wilson is hurt already. And, yep. um, and that's I, a problem. And I don't, and I don't trust him to stay healthy when he comes back even. And Mike White is throwing lasers. He is absolutely throwing darts. Absolutely. But again, this is the second team, right? So yeah, that's the problem. This so. kid Cager deserves to have a spot on someone's roster, even if it's not ours, because I don't think we're going to keep four tight ends. Mm. <laughs> but uh, he put him was, in the Cager. That's what I Cager, said. Cager. Cager was a wide receiver, a very big wide receiver from uh, the University of Georgia that made the transition to tight end. Put him in the Cager. He he actually caught a caught a fucking beautiful touchdown from from uh, the guy Strevler last week against the okay. Falcons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So look, I don't know. I don't know. The offensive line. Listen, we lost Becton, but we don't really know what Becton was going to be. Yeah. Uh, we signed Dwayne Brown, who is 37 years he's old. He's been a Pro Bowler, though. He's 37 years old, but he made the Pro Bowl last season. Yeah, I, I like I like that we... Listen, it could be addition by subtraction by addition here, because we obviously... Wow, it was a good That throw. was in... In traffic. In, like, fucking five people covering him. Probably got lucky the ball got through. Um, yeah, but... Very. But uh, ultimately, we're uh, yeah, we're 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 kind of you know I don't know. Becton Becton's a guy I had a lot of hope for, but th- the problem I have with Becton, and this is the problem I also have with Zach Wilson, is y- you got potential, you got potential, you got potential. Eh, he has a lot of potential, but like eventually, like the potential has to pay off or it's wasted, right? Right. So Becton to me at this point is wasted because how many times do you have to get injured and, and ruin your season before I can sit here and say, hey? This guy's not going to be the guy that we think he's going to be. So, so here's the thing then. Do you, would you, ra- listen, because for years all we've done is, is we've, we've drafted the quarterback and then worried about building the team. But it seems like we have a team around this kid. Yeah. So if he's not, the, if, if Zach Wilson is not the guy, then, then you just draft, a, you draft another quarterback and if, hopefully it's a, it's one of the, the top quarterbacks. Like mm-hmm. if you, we have the capital to move up if we wanted to, and oh, then you you bring down. a nice, very nice. Ultimately, I think you what, bring a kid into a situation that's already built for him, though. Yeah. You know, you're not bringing. It's not like bringing in Sam Darnold and yeah. throwing him the keys to a fucking Monte Carlo with three wheels. But ultimately, <laughs> ultimately, this is the way I I really envision this is, you know, the the Jets are. 
at this point are a team that needs to have uh they need to have a guy that's going to going to step in and be great immediately so uh, more so than just drafting another guy that could potentially be a great quarterback for you i think that if the jets can build up this team this line this defense and and the receivers around them then uh you know they can do what maybe even like tampa bay did and they can go get like a guy like tom brady and they can they can give it a run for a couple of years with a guy that's a veteran that is established that that you know is is somebody that's going to perform and and you can chase championships that way because uh, ultimately if if Wilson's not the guy and you've wasted time on him now you wasted time on Darnold you have to 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 pivot and wait for another couple of years for another guy to develop is yeah. especially when you have a ticking time clock on guys that you got that are established, that are helping, that, that are win-now guys, I mean, I, I think you'd almost have to go get a guy that, that is a win-now quarterback. I don't know, in that case. But hopefully Zach, which is... There he is. Yeah, hopefully Zach is is going to prove to us after he comes back that he can A, stay healthy, and B, be the guy, because we fucking need him to be this year. This is this is his make-or-break year, and if he doesn't fucking prove that this year, I, I don't I don't have any faith in, in anything else we have. I mean, Flacco, to me, okay, a couple of games you can bridge it, but... I mean, if he's gonna be your quarterback the whole season, I, I don't yeah, I don't feel just... good about that. And and Mike White, I mean, like you said, when he played against the first team guys, he didn't look good. So even though he's playing great right now, I don't I don't like necessarily what he brings to the table right now either. The Jets need a healthy, motivated, uh, you know, Zach Wilson to come back, stay healthy, and 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 contribute positively to an offense that. Should be much improved. We'll see. And I don't think that I think that even if Wilson is ready to play Week One, you don't play him. I don't. I don't. I don't think you take that risk. No, you gotta. You gotta protect him from getting. I wouldn't severely him, injured. I wouldn't bring him back until Week Three, to be completely honest with you. Yeah, at this point, I would. I would agree. The only. The only problem I have with with uh, our defense is going to be so good this year. But my, dude, my only issue with what we have right now is we we gotta. We have to hope. Yeah, let's fucking clown. Uh, we have to hope that. Uh, yeah, he is we, a clown. What is it, Olbrich or something? Olbrich, like that? Yeah, we do. We have to hope that we're in a position though with the Jets that uh, Flacco, you know, makes the plays that he needs to make and doesn't make stupid mistakes. I agree. And that we're we're in a position where we at least go, you know, at least we can at least win a game, and, and even if we lose one game, but we win one game, we go one and one with Flacco, and then. Wilson comes back. I'm still okay with that. We we, we can't we can't be 0-2. We can't be playing like shit and expect that this kid who who's coming off of his rookie season is gonna save our season because I don't know. I it's a it's a tall order. You're putting enough pressure on this kid already. You don't want to put more. I mean the one thing that we can look at is how good he was down the stretch last year. He he did have some good games down the stretch. But think about this though, the kid was playing with house money and not a lot of pressure because yeah. the Jets weren't gonna go anywhere last yeah. year. So when when shit's on the line and the playoffs are on the line, it's a yeah. different it's a different oh, it's a different type of pressure. He but you know what though he did he as he got better last year he was still getting better with less talent. So, I mean I don't know it's encouraging to think that the kid is going to have good receivers to throw to and yeah. two tight ends that can catch the fucking ball. Yeah, yeah. No, um, I I agree. Jet the Jets are going to go, but I, the Jets are still going to go as far as the progress. And the progression of uh, of Zach well, this year, I think we need to we need to have good play calling and yeah. and it, 
like I said this a couple of months ago to you. I don't think that. I don't think that every ounce of pr- there there needs to be a significant amount of pressure on Zach Wilson. Absolutely, one thousand percent. I believe, but I don't. Right. But I, I believe I do, there is right. But I don't believe that all the pressure should be on him. I don't. I don't believe that our season comes down to comes right down to just him. There's a lot of things that have to go right. You know. Well, I believe that our season comes down to how he reacts to having time in the pocket yeah. and the decisions he makes with the football. That very much, in, in, you know, is going to dictate how the Jets play because that's going to dictate how often our defense is on the field. That's going to dictate how how many first downs we're getting per game, and and that's going to ultimately give us our odds of winning the game. So I I do think in, to a certain degree it does come down to Zach, but I agree. Like we're going to have to, the guys are going to have to cap. Like last year we had some of the we, we had some of the most drops. Um, the, our our receivers had the most drops per per passes attempted uh, last year of of any team last year in the league, so like that means Zach threw balls that were catchable that guys had go off their fingertips all season last year. The Jets, in order for them to to be success, successful this year, they have to have a uh, a receiving core that that catches the fucking football, right? Someone messaged me and said, "Happy White Sunday." Now listen, I don't know that that's what we want to call it. Well, might listen, a, that might offend some people. Well, it's white day. Listen, can I have a <laughs> can I have a coffee black? Wait a second, white. <laughs> anyway, so uh, that, that that's really that's really it for the for the Jets. Uh, do you want to? Did you want to just talk about the uh, the well, the PGA champion or the Tour Championship or whatever it sure. is? Are you done with that recording? No, it's still recording. Okay. Ooh. Yeah, we can talk about that. Too. I just want to look at the leaderboard, you know. Yeah, we got uh, uh we got we got Scotty Scheffler. Scotty Scheffler on on top of the board. Scotty Scheffler. And then it's uh, Sung J M. It it almost like it, it almost makes sense that Scotty Scheffler would be the guy on the top of the leaderboard. He's had a great year, and uh, ultimately he's he's t- he's twenty two under. Yeah, it's Sunday. Yeah, yeah. and ultimately Scheffler, you know, it would make sense that he'd win the FedEx Cup. I don't. I don't know if he's in in line to win the actual cup. He might be in line to win the tournament, but is he in line to win the cup if he wins the tournament? Because that, uh, that's, that's a good question. There's two things because it's not. It's not totally. Uh, well, let's. We can look at the. That's so, not. That's not a hundred percent like foolproof that because you win. He's, he's up four shots on Sung J M. Five shots on Rory, and. Uh, Cantley and Xander Shoffley are tied for for fourth. But who has the most points right? So who, let's who, who's go. Number one in the FedEx Cup standings. Well, that's what we're going to go look at right now. Because I, if Scheffler's in the top three or something, he'll win the FedEx Cup. But if he's if he's well, like top six or something, then he might he could still lose the FedEx Cup while winning the championship. Well, our boys Al Torres is out now with with back, back injuries. And did we talk about that? We might have. I think we briefed it. We, we went over it briefly. Briefly. So. FedEx Cup official standings. Scheffler's Chef, uh, in the lead. For the FedEx Cup, too? Yep. Okay, so then he's going to definitely win. So if he wins the tournament, he wins the FedEx Cup. So Actually, I bet, I bet you if he finishes in the top two or three, he won the FedEx Cup. So Yeah, it's Scheffler, Cantley, Zalatoris, Shoffley, and Sam Burns. So yeah, he's going to win the FedEx Cup. It's pretty much a format of inclusion. How 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 far is he from finishing his, his round? Is he is he? Like he's uh they they just started. He's uh he's Scheffler's through three, Sung J M is through four, mm-hmm. uh Scheffler's playing with Rory. They're both through three. Okay. 
Sung J.M. threw four. Cantley's threw five, playing with Justin Thomas, who's also obviously also threw five. So you want to Shoffley's just, playing with with Sung J.M. So there's some guys that are going to go. To, I mean, announce they're going to announce tomorrow because the uh, tour championship will be over, and the playoff FedEx Cup playoffs will be over. This is the last uh, round. Yeah. So tomorrow, a lot of guys are going to announce that they're going to go to live. Oh yeah. So I. Do they I, still have one. They still have one more live tournament, right? Yeah. Uh, in Boston yeah. next weekend. Yeah, next weekend. And we have... Uh, it's my birthday weekend. There you go. Ooh, happy, bir- happy happy early. A week from Tuesday. Happy early, happy early. Oh, yeah. What are you, 26? I'll be 30. Ooh, this guy. Yeah. Here's a guy. I'm going to get fucking drunk. That's what I'm going to do. Well, that sounds good to me. It's <laughs> about all I ever do. Um, anyway, so... Uh, yeah, this stuff will get you drunk after like one sip, right? You were like, woo! Yeah. It's like stop gas- making faces, you it's know? It's fucking gasoline, right? Is this the strongest shit you've ever had? Probably not. Probably not. Um, <laughs> so, ultimately, though, uh, you know, we got some guys like Cam Smith definitely going to, to live. Uh, they said Joaquin Neiman looks like he's going to go to live, which is awesome. That's a pretty good get. Um, they're getting some younger guys that are that are really, really talented that are going to go to live. So. It's going to be interesting. I did you see that Tiger Woods and Rory McIlroy are teaming up to start a uh, technological golf um, uh, stadium thing starting in two thousand twenty four. It's like a virtual golf thing. It's like almost like a video game. You hit into the screen. Yeah, and you. I've done that before. And yeah, me too. But but they again, get the place up there in uh, up two hundred six. Yeah, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure that this is something that like in a stadium environment is really going to be great. Like I. I the, the PGA Tour is reaching. They're trying to find like Tiger and Rory were like, we're going to start this up. And, like the PGA Tour is either going to be on board or they're not. Yeah. And they were like, oh, we better endorse these guys because they backed us. So that's kind of what's yeah, going yeah. on right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. But but ultimately, uh, I heard Matsuyama might be going to to live, live to live as well. Wow. But I don't. But I don't know for sure. Matsuyama might might stay with Tiger and Rory. I don't know. It's it's kind of up in the air there on that one. But uh, it, it, dude, we got a lot of. You know, Patrick Cantley. I heard. I don't know if Cantley was one of the guys that they said might go, but it's possible. There's there's quite a few guys that I'm like. I, I bet you tomorrow there's going to be a there's going to be a pretty big list of guys that that announces they're going to live, and the PGA Tour is going to have to. They're going to at least have to come out and talk about it. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Because it, it definitely is watering down their field for next year. I mean, you, you gotta. You gotta wonder, like, at what point are they gonna go? Okay, we gotta we gotta talk to Live and have a partnership. Yeah, because because no. Live Live's gonna get some national TV coverage soon too. Like I heard that there was, I don't know who it was, but there's definitely somebody mainstream media wise that are, that want to have their that want to televise them now too. Well, there was talk because they were talking to Charles Barkley about TNT being interested. Yeah, so I mean that and, that would be a big gap. And TNT has done the match. Yeah. Um, it'd be inter- it'd be interesting to see. I heard Fox too, possibly throwing yeah. their name in because yeah. right now PG the PGA Tour is split between CBS and NBC, right? Well, the CBS and ESPN. Well, NBC owns owns the Golf Channel. Yeah, yeah. So it's right kind of synonymous with golf. You know? Right, absolutely. Yeah. But yeah. the but the ma- some of the majors are on CBS, right? Like the, I know the Masters winds up being on CBS. Actually, to be honest with you, the you sometimes the U.S. Open is on on Fox. They've had Fox. They they. You, Joe Buck has called the U.S. Open uh, a few times. 
Huh. Which is weird. They, over the past, like, yeah, but now Joe Buck is with ESPN. Over the past five years, he's he did that though. Oh, that's weird. I do, do, do you remember that? No, no, no. He did it a few times. I only, I only really started paying attention to golf like, like last, like within the last three years. Mm. Yeah, and I don't watch every tournament. Like I'll look at the, yeah, look at the board and stuff, the leaderboard. Yeah, 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 yeah. But anyway, that's pretty much yeah, what's going yeah, on. I think golf. that's what we got. Um, yeah, we got a good. Yeah, we've got Ti- a little bit of time in here. Tiger's, uh, Tiger is uh, hopefully going to be ready and willing to go for... I think he's primed to get himself ready for uh, his tournament in the Bahamas, which is in December. Um, and then I think he'll be ready to go for the Masters. I think that's kind of what he's aiming for. So uh, Rory is still adamant that, you know, uh, Liv is the devil and, you know, he's uh, yeah. he ain't going. So, and, oh, okay. And, and yeah. uh, Justin Thomas, I think, is kind of doing the same thing. But other than that, everybody else, I think, is, is you know, they're... Billy Horschel's been kind of kind of vocal against them. But other than that, I, a lot of the guys are at least open to hearing the offers that they're going to be offered. And, uh, right, absolutely. Potentially taking the money. So, and I don't blame them for... I mean, at this point... I would, at this, I, would, I would listen to it, you know? At this point, yeah, if they wanted to float me some money, I'd fucking take it. Yeah. But at this point, the tour and the uh, live are they're split. But uh, I I predict it's gonna it's gonna end up having a conclusion where where they have some kind of partnership because it just ultimately the PGA Tour without the players going that are going to live is gonna be shitty. And I think live without having that national stuff with the PGA Tour is gonna be hard for them too. Yeah. So I think having the partnership eventually would would benefit both. Um, but it is cool that they got, uh, they, I, I, I know Liv went and got, uh, some, some announcers. They got Gary McCord and, uh, David Faraday mm-hmm. and they got, some, they got some fucking good announcers. Like I, I, I'm telling you right now, if, if the tour doesn't, if they don't try to, to come together with Liv, it's, it's, uh, I think Liv is going to be a real competitor. Like, this is not like, uh. The XFL and the NFL. Right, right. This is this is not the same thing. Not even close. No, because the PGA Tour they're they're a monopoly, but that was because there was never anything else to to um what, what's the word? The, the, there was nobody to to um to potentially disrupt their their yeah. flow of money. Right? Well, and not only the there's a, there's a big difference between those two, like the. The XFL and the NFL aren't even on at the same time, you know. Like they're exactly. not even com- directly competing. Yeah. And if they were, it would be a joke too. So, well, if they were, the USFL is yeah. the same thing, yeah. you know. It's, I mean, if they were, then then the NFL would destroy them. So, yeah, it's one of those things that they knew that they couldn't do it. But ultimately, uh, the NFL, the viewership, and 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 the and the money is just it's it's not even on the same wavelength. I watched a little bit of the USFL, and I didn't think it was terrible. No, you know, I mean. I'm a football junkie, so... Yeah, you're a like, junkie. You yeah. stick those needles in your arms. Yeah, and I inject them with football. You're such a fool. You're such a fool. Anyway, yeah. so, um... <laughs> but, but that's really, uh... That's where we're at. That's where we're at. And, uh, um, and that's it. We're yeah. gonna... We're gonna come back next week. Yeah, we're gonna course. come back at you. We're gonna come back on you. I think we've, uh... This has been a productive show. Yeah. Productive. Oh, productive. We've been predominantly productive. Yeah. Um, alright, well... It will be up in Spotify very momentarily. And keep those hoes in their in their hoe baskets, okay? Yes, and make sure you keep them basket hoes 
away from your baskets. Okay. <laughs> bye bye now. All right. Bye bye. See ya. Bye bye. Bye bye.